0: Hey guys, this is Mia Silver here. Just wanted to give you all a heads up. I messed up the microphone settings when I recorded our last podcast. Emma sounds beautiful. I, on the other hand, do not. So please, if you're going to listen to this episode, be prepared for crackles and just bad audio quality. I promise we'll get it better for next time, but I didn't want to scrap this whole episode. All right, thank you so much for continuing to listen. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of My Family's Dirty Laundry,
1: where we air out your family's mess so you don't have to.
0: I'm Mia Silver, and I'm Emma Davis, and we invite you to sit back, relax, and listen to the drama unfold. haven't been since the last time I saw you.
1: I've been good. I have had minimal to no family drama. Ooh. Which is always a plus. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty quiet on the drama front.
0: Mine's been too, honestly. There hasn't been really much of anything.
1: That's why we scour the internet for the worst stories to share.
0: And boy, do I have one of the worst stories for you today.
1: Oh, boy. Okay, I can't wait.
0: Okay, it's the classic, Am I the Asshole? Okay. Um, and it's by user Throw Tony Pan. I don't know how to split that up. Throw Tony Pan? That's what I'm going with. Anyways, am I the asshole for refusing to follow my girlfriend's weird family tradition? Okay, so just based off the title, do you think they're going to be an asshole or not?
1: I hate to say, oh, it depends, because that's such a politically correct answer. If it is a truly weird tradition in the sense that it's not like tied to a culture or religion that is just different than the poster is used to, then. I don't think that they are an asshole. I'm going to err on the side of no, not the asshole.
0: All right. Well, we shall see. Okay, my girlfriend and I have been dating for four years and engaged for one. Not too long after we had been dating, she told me about her family tradition for marriages. She said that the boy must take the mother of the bride out on a date night, buy her a dress and something to sleep in, pay for everything, and buy them a hotel to stay in. She said that's nothing to get worried or freaked out about and that getting the hotel doesn't mean you have to sleep together, although a long time ago it did. I laughed a little bit and asked if she was serious. She said that she was. I had a hard time believing it, but I didn't care to discuss it anymore. We never really talked about it until this past week. I'd honestly pretty much forgot about it. My girlfriend and I have our wedding in less than a month. We were talking about wedding stuff, and she asked me if I had picked out what her mom and I were going to do for our date night. I laughed it off and waited for her to move on. She didn't. She looked confused as to why I was laughing. She insisted again that this was 100% serious and that she expected me to do it. I told her that I didn't feel comfortable with doing that. I didn't want to spend a night alone in a hotel with someone who wasn't my girlfriend or wife. I asked her why we would have to get a hotel. She explained that a long time ago, the mother of the bride would actually sleep with the boy and that it was viewed as a way to kick off the marriage. I asked if she expected me to do that. She laughed and said, of course not, but that she couldn't be upset with me if it did happen. And then said that her mother doesn't plan to actually do anything sexual. Still kind of freaked out by the whole concept, I asked if I could just buy the mom dinner. My girlfriend got more upset and asked me why I was refusing to follow a fun tradition. I simply said that I just don't feel comfortable with it. She said that I'm acting like a stubborn kid and that I should just have fun. I insisted that I wouldn't do the hotel part. She left and went on to tell her family. They have all reached out to me and asked me what is wrong with me and why I'm being such a jerk about it. The mom called me and she actually was nice about it. She said that she thinks I'm a great guy and that while she would love to have a night together, she understands that I have a right to say no. She even said that she spoke to my girlfriend about it and told her that I have that right. Nonetheless, my girlfriend is still upset with me. I will mention as well that my girlfriend and her family are from a different culture, so that is probably why I'm not accustomed to this. Am I the asshole for being stubborn about continuing this tradition? And then there's a wild little edit here. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I've talked to my girlfriend more about this. I questioned her if she plans on sleeping with our son-in-law, if we have one in the future. She said that she doesn't plan on it, but she can't promise what will happen. It mainly depends on the guy what he wants to do. She said that she would tell him that I don't feel comfortable with it. What? <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm gonna be honest, I did the thing that my high schoolers are guilty of and I just read the first paragraph and I was like, yeah, that's that's the one. I didn't read the bottom part about it being a different culture.
1: Well, I mean, regardless of a different culture, the inverse is correct, right? He is a different culture than the fiance. Right. They can't expect him to respect them if they're also not going to respect his boundaries.
0: True, true. Okay, you have
1: to understand that maybe he's not fully vibing with that. It's the hotel thing, I think, that's freaking him out. I don't want to be insensitive, but also freaking me out. (laughs) That's a lot. I don't think it's beyond if you have a good relationship with your parents or your in-laws I don't think it's out of the ordinary to be like hey let me hang out with your mom for an evening especially if that's like a traditional thing like take her out to dinner you know a little bit before the wedding like that's I think is can be cute like a nice dinner or something that doesn't have to necessarily equate to like a date but it's the staying in the same hotel room I think after it takes it from, I think, fine to a little bit too much for a lot of people.
0: I totally agree, because, like, what is the point of it besides for them to sleep with each other? Like, oh uh, <laughs> Like, the way that that's even on the table is crazy. I know. I can't believe the tradition. It said it used to be, like, a requirement. Like, you had to sleep with them. That doesn't even make sense. I mean,
1: it would already be, I think, a little bit much unless, I don't know, even to share a hotel room with two separate beds. To me, thinking about the people right now in my life, I mean, granted, as a single person who I would feel comfortable sharing like a hotel room with, Uh it's a pretty short list. (laughs) I mean, friends, you know, family and whatnot, but I feel like a lot of people don't have a crazy close relationship with their in-laws in that way. I mean, before you were married, would you have blinked twice at your fiancé, now husband, taking your mom out for like a night sans hotel? Just dinner.
0: No! And even when he was going to propose, I believe he did take her out to dinner to have, you know, that respectful conversation like, can I marry your daughter? But as you said, it was Stan's hotel.
1: (laughs) Right. And I do know that their relationship is, I think, probably closer than... Mm -hmm. not. I don't want to say closer than most, but I think they have a... From what I have observed, I think they seem like they are amicable enough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, for sure. They're buds, I think. Yeah, you should hear the two
0: of them talk about math. It's a wild time.
1: And I think that's sweet. And like buying a dress, I don't know, really, that's so insignificant to me. I think it's the hotel thing. Because the poster said that they would compromise. Yeah. And be like, I'll take mom out to dinner, but the hotel thing is just a little bit too far. And I think that's fair. I think that the other side needs to also compromise and be like, you know what? If they're not comfortable with the whole thing, let's just take the compromise and call it a day, you know?
0: Yeah, and it seemed like the mom, she was like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Like, she was (laughs) respecting his boundaries and everything.
1: It's like when you're really little and you have, like, dolls or toys and you're making them kiss and, like, forcing them together... Everyone is doing that with these two people that are both, I think, more than okay with not doing it.
0: Yes. And I can't help but think the fiance is obviously not into it. I bet the mom is also like, sweet, you don't want to do it either.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's just, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm knocking another culture, but I think regardless, you do have to respect boundaries. And if that's a boundary that you've set and your fiance isn't respecting that, you're not the asshole. Totally
0: agree and reddit also agreed that this poster is not the asshole
1: so yay for them yeah like cultural differences or any kind of difference in upbringing or religion or whatever they always use that to fall back on like you know what i mean as a like well you're not doing this because so i think this person was i I understand why they questioned it but yeah not the asshole in my opinion so kind of crazy
0: A true not-the-assholer. We love to see it.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, exactly.
0: All right, what juicy story do you have for me this week?
1: Mine is from user Opulent Words, and the title is One Lottery, But My Family Has Ruined the Good Vibes. I won money that is life-changing and it's stressing me out. My partner and I placed half of the winnings in properties, one where we currently live and the other in the city I grew up in. We have given two million to my sister and two million to my mom. We have another $1 million aside for close friends and we want to help out. We have $1 million in our mutual bank account for property taxes and living expenses since we have both quit our jobs. The rest of the millions are in a high-yield savings account and we will be able to live off interest for the rest of our lives. It is a more modest sum than you might think without touching the original winnings. We want the original winnings to go to our future children and our financial advisor has been great. The issue is, my sister and my mom think we're being selfish for not giving them more money. They're asking for a family beach home on top of the money we've given, but frankly we don't want to do this. They have also told other aunts and uncles of mine of my lottery winnings and they are constantly asking me for money and it has caused me great anxiety. Just for background, my family is neither poor nor rich. My family, for the most part, have good to great jobs and my sister is a VP in her department for a well-known tech company. My mom has a retirement savings beyond the money I've given her. I am just torn and now I know why they say more money more problems I don't want to keep feeling like I'm the family's ATM machine I've heard them say I'm stingy and this is extremely hurtful I am also expected to pay for all dinners which is okay but I'm not sure why winning money suddenly makes people treat you this way versus when someone inherits it from family everyone feels like they're entitled to my partners and my money and to be honest what we've won isn't like succession crazy rich money referring to the HBO show (laughs) and that's it so this person has obviously Won a significant amount of money and given two million to the sister and the mom respectively. So they gave out four million to family directly.
0: Imagine receiving two million from a sibling or from your kid and be like, mm, money, please. That's not enough. That makes no sense.
1: God, my mom and my sister and I went out to lunch this past weekend, and my sister now has a official big kid job. Ooh-hoo-hoo. and she paid, and I felt. Bad having her cover my $15 tab I was like no 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 like you you're the baby <laughs> you can't do that <laughs> but I mean two million honestly like maybe I'm just in a position but huh, I don't know that's imagine getting just I guess any sum of money regardless and then thinking more please
0: well I could see you know like if he gave him you know like a thousand or whatever and they'd be like Uh, Can we have some more but two million? Right. That's
1: fair. I mean, two million is a lot.
0: And especially since they're middle class. So it's not like they're used. to millionaire status, they can just like survive middle class off that two million for a really long time. Yeah,
1: and it said that the mom already has retirement savings. I'm sure I don't know how old she is, but I'm sure she's this is allows her to retire early. You know, she already has some savings depending on how she set herself up and you know, blah blah blah, all the money stuff that people really aren't here to talk about. That means she doesn't have to work anymore. She has not gotten enough money to where she cannot work, probably. That's crazy. To say, oh, wow, my child has helped me retire early and live comfortably in a time where I know retirement is really stressful for a lot of people because they don't know, you know, do they have enough, blah, blah, blah.
0: And then to still think
1: that you should get more, that's crazy.
0: Insane, insane. You know, my, my dad and I have this conversation often. We'll be like, yeah, well, I win the lottery to pay off my house, pay off your house, pay off my mom's house, maybe buy a nice car or something. Like, it's all very attainable stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like a little humble girly and I don't need much to be happy.
1: (laughs) Right. And it's like, Honestly, I don't even know if I could really fathom what having that much money would actually do. You know, I'm like, yeah, you know, pay hey, off loans. I have a couple really close friends with loans. Like I'd help them out so they don't have to worry about that. You know, yeah, I'd get out of a rental property and own a property because you'd have to win a lottery to be able to do that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, my mom's still working, but you know, I'd help them out so she can retire as well you can do so much with i think they mentioned like at least six or seven million and then they've squirreled the rest away in like investment which is good because statistics with lottery winnings is like that money does not last at all so it sounds like these people are being responsible with it
0: Mm yeah yeah and our family and friends one time a couple of years ago, they said something like if you have oh, how many millions of it? Maybe 7 million? Your kids can just live off that interest or something like that. I don't remember, but it sounds like they're really, really setting their kids up. Right. And like, even
1: if they don't end up with kids or whatever, they have it to where it it, it is set to last long term. I mean, it's not just going to be, you know, burnt out in extravagant houses and cars and trips and clothes and etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: yeah alright and then um, hmm gun to your head right now you have to purchase something extravagant with your lottery winning what are you buying I
1: mean probably a nice house
0: oh yeah that's true
1: <laughs> I mean I don't I'm not a car person well I mean even even if I were in a house now I think I would probably get something nicer then because if I were in a house it would just be a, a starter house that you know I can get on my single income it's not anything crazy something very realistic but i'm not a car person so like that doesn't i don't even know if that would cross my mind because my car right now works fine i mean i would maybe get like a new car but i wouldn't be like flashy sports car or anything like that maybe
0: a nice trip i don't know yeah no, that's why I was thinking I'd go to New Zealand. Okay. And Italy, I'd do both. You say Italy? Yeah. Yeah. My roommate
1: just did Italy with her family over the summer. I was very jealous, but it was also crazy hot. So I they were walking around everywhere and everything. So I kind of was like, mm, I'm jealous, but also I don't want to be sweating through every square inch of my clothes.
0: Yeah, I remember when my brother studied abroad mm-hmm. in Italy. He lost his ton of weight because he had to A walk everywhere and he sweated so much.
1: Yeah. They walk everywhere. She said that they always say like, oh the food serving sizes in America are huge and yada yada. But she said, water? You couldn't find water. Like a drinking fountain at a, like a, in a public place was like almost non-existent. Uh-huh. I was like, that's crazy to think. And I guess not all of their tap water and stuff is necessarily safe to drink in all the places. I don't know how accurate that is and whatnot. But like just certain little things that you don't even think about. Like she, I guess one time she got sent to buy her family the water at some place. They gave them all sparkling water. And she's like, that yep <laughs> These fancy Italians are trying to, can't even give him like a bottle of whatever. Dasani? <laughs> Aquafina? Like.
0: I was just about to bring up the sparkling water because my brother actually prefers sparkling water out. <laughs> Um, so shout out to my brother and his fiance who listened to this, I'm exposing your dirty secrets, but they actually, they bought a soda stream and make their own sparkling water. <laughs>
1: I mean good for them i mean that's just i think just a evolved a further evolved palette that i just am too simple to have yet one time i accidentally got sparkling water out of the soda fountain machine at the dining hall where i went to school and it shook me like it factory reset me when I when I drank it because I was just expecting water I don't know how I didn't notice that it was fizzing in the cup but it literally like it was a shock to my system
0: I think my brain keeps trying to overlay flavors whenever I have just plain sparkling water because my brain will or my tongue or something will be like, I think there's lime in this. And it's like, nope, it's just right up water.
1: (laughs) I'm like, this is Sprite. (laughs) I'm drinking
0: Sprite.
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Or like any faint flavor of like a LaCroix or whatever the other brands are that are like the faintest of flavors, like a whisper of citrus.
0: Yeah I can't do it. No. You know my hubby is all about the seltzers so he goes through like three 12 packs a week sort of deal. That's crazy
1: but I mean I guess that's probably technically better for you than like pop and stuff but I actually don't know the science behind that.
0: I would assume so maybe but also maybe not.
1: It just feels like there's less stuff I don't know.
0: Right. Hey, at the very least, it didn't start out with being made with cocaine like Coke did.
1: Exactly. And... I mean, are they caffeinated? No, his aren't. See, that's always a good thing because some people have crazy caffeine dependencies. And he might as well too. He might be, you know, double fisting LaCroix and black coffee at the same time. I don't know his business.
0: Oh, that he is. That boy loves his coffee. Our good friend, bless his soul. I'm not mad at him at all. Introduce Douglas. To this freaking app called Marvel Snap. Are you familiar with Marvel Snap?
1: Marvel Snap, no.
0: So it's like the Marvel superheroes but it's a trading card oh,
1: game. Oh, Marvel. I thought you were saying marble. Like,
0: um... Oh, no. <laughs> okay, Marvel. Well,
1: either way, I'm not familiar. But I just had, like, a really, like, old person moment where I fully was just, like, heard the wrong thing and just smiling and nodding. Okay, so Marvel Snap is, like, a trading
0: cards? Yes, but it's online. So it's entirely... Like, it's an app. Okay. So there's no physical cards, but it is a card game. Okay. So... The first night Doug was introduced to it wasn't a school night so he stayed up till 3am playing with it, that's fine. The next night is a school night. He again stays up till 3am playing this game.
1: I respect that. And has
0: to wake up at 5.30. You know what? He's a grown adult. (laughs) knew what he was. He drank, I think, at least three pots of coffee that day. Yeah, so he is a coffee addict.
1: Yeah, I remember one time in high school, I was never like a crazy pop or soda drinker for the haters or anything or like energy drink. But I remember one time in high school, I really liked the taste of one of these like one of the monster energies and I drank way too many for someone who was like 15 years old I mean I, I want to say like at least four cans in the school day
0: Emma, what? yeah
1: and I like thought I saw God <laughs> like I remember so vividly it was a football Friday night I was like sitting in the bleachers on another plane of existence oh uh, I remember that so vividly and I don't think I'd ever had another can of monster since and that's probably been a full decade
0: what someone in your section who, like, if they drink Monster, they would die? No. No, they were allergic to cologne or something. I don't know how I got that confused.
1: (laughs) Well, I think in my head, Monster Energy and Axe Body Spray are the same thing. They surely are. And somehow, Five Gum is also in there. Like... Yeah, that seems vaguely familiar, but also there's always one person that is just, like, entirely way too dramatic, and I never know whether to believe them or not. For sure. Like, that person could have been deathly allergic to whatever was in cans of aerosol body spray, but probably carried on so much to the point where, like, no one believed them and thought it was a joke, which is unfortunate, but I stand by that. I think that it was probably maybe not that serious but I guess I'm glad we never had to find out
0: I mean, there were many a time where Axe body spray was sprayed in that band room. So I feel like if they were going to have a reaction, they would have had it.
1: God, or the amount of, like, hairspray that was being sprayed on the bus because everyone had to have, like, their hair up in their hats or, like, slicked all the way back. It was awful. Oh, yeah. I was like, can we please crack a window? (laughs) Like, I need a gas mask. And you're asthmatic. God, I'm sure I wasn't the only one. Ugh. Lord.
0: Oh, band.
1: Good times. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Hey, that's where I met my husband, so I guess I can't complain.
1: Yeah, you can't knock it too hard.
0: Well, I think we had some very valuable, life-changing Reddit contributions. Yeah,
1: some weird expectant traditions and greedy lottery winners or family of lottery winners.
0: Yeah, lottery winners by proxy.
1: Yeah, more money, more problems.
0: More money, more problems. You know... I'm manifesting it right now. This podcast will get so popular that we will have mo money, mo problems.
1: Incredible. And Monster Energy, Marvel Snap, Five Gum, if that's <laughs> still even in production, and Axe Body Spray can sponsor us.
0: Yes. Please and thank you. All inquiries can be sent to the email that we will mention at the end of this episode.
1: Yes. Incredible.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well... I hope y'all enjoyed the stories for today. If you would like to contribute, please feel free to send us your stories. Again, remember, you can use pseudonyms, you can use your real name, whatever you would like to do, but please send us real stories.
1: Yeah, if you've ever won the lottery or spent the night in a hotel room with your mother-in-law or choked on axe body spray please email your stories to mfdlpod at gmail.com
0: and also make sure to follow us on tiktok watch me play some subway surfer while you listen to our wonderful stories and we also have an instagram woohoo, <laughs> woo-hoo! 21st century social media <laughs> all right well until next week i'll see you later bye Thank you.